Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for listening to the God, Guns, and Family podcast. We really appreciate it. Today's episode, we're talking about picking a partner. So, pay attention. God bless. Bye. Hey, I was dancing. Slow-mo. in this thing. Why did it go all slow-mo now? Hey, what's up, dude? I was there. Oh, there you go. Oh, no. Now you're like back to life. Now you're back to life. Oh, I thought that was like what the dancing that you were doing. I thought I was doing like... Slow-mo? (laughs) <laughs> no i was not doing that <laughs> mr ribato okay okay now that we've been doing the beautiful this beautiful wife is on camera already. this time look at this we got her i, I wrangled her out of retirement that. oh i know hey, she was in retirement we're here we're here started from the bottom now we're here yeah she's out of retirement for today I actually kind of coerced her into, okay, okay, well, then we're going to talk about um, women in ministry next week. And she's like, no, no, I'm just going to do this episode. So then I was like, perfect. I don't know what we're talking about next week, honestly. So I just got you. So you did agree to come do this with me now. So that's how I got her out of retirement today. Dude, Uh seriously. It's fine. We're just going to roll with it. We're just going to roll with it. So we got some tech difficulties, man. So right now we're God Guns and Family Podcast. Find us on all platforms and like, subscribe, just share, turn on the share, (laughs) turn on the notification bell on YouTube. And we're going to do these things awesome periodically every week. And we're going to try to release them. But um, it's a privilege to be on here with my bride and to uh, see what the Holy Spirit's just doing through this whole thing. And uh, I'm excited that you guys are, you guys have came along here, right here. Right here. Oh, oh, hold on. Going back this way. Yeah, there we go. So, yes. But, yeah, uh, like, subscribe, share, turn on the notifications bell. Find us on all platforms, God, Guns, and Family Podcast. Um, find us on Instagram, God, Guns, and Family Podcast. And email us anything that you want to talk about. Talk about it. Any questions, anything. Reach out to us. Yeah, you know. Uh, slide into the DMs on Instagram. <laughs> email us at God, Guns, and Family Podcast at gmail.com. We're all here for you. Ben Mike's man. still struggling with his camera, and it's amazing. <laughs> it said that the browser is like not recognizing the ca- it like keeps disconnecting the camera, and I'm like, dude, seriously. Oh, that's lame. I that's thought so this little circle is like I'm talking to myself. It's kind of cool, kind of weird though, because I like seeing your face on this podcast. So there you go. Oh, oh maybe. Maybe there we go. I it's saw the light people. come up. Um. Okay. The light is on on the camera. The light is on on the camera. Lights are on and nobody's home. Yeah. The lights are on and nobody's home. Good grief, dude. Hey, you know you're up, up. Yo, Yo. there you are. Hey, hey, yo. Is the light on? Yeah, it's been on. 
<laughs> if I could make a, a video slow, of the light. Okay? You know the light. You have the same camera. The light is yep. on. Yep. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Good. That's Great. awesome. All right. So let's see if I can show this video clip before. Yes. We're uh, talking about picking a mate. So hit this clip right quick before it goes sideways again. No, it's going to go sideways again. So just be easy. <laughs> oh, we're hanging out, man. It's just we're. This is for the uh, we. So my neighbor, um, her name is Aubrey. We call her. I love that name. Mm -hmm. Call her Obs. So, her, her her husband Zach calls her. So, Comes like, the unsolicited. Oh, oh, there we go. Nope. We just chill out for a second. We're not ready. We're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> not ready for that. Fill yet. me in. Fill me in. So we call her Sauce. Sauce. So my neighbor said, "Hey, dude, Sauce wants." And I'm like, "I don't know what that means." And he's like, "Oh, that's what I call Obs." I'm like, "Oh, you just say Obs Obs Sauce." Anyways. So she was saying that uh, she low-key has not been listening to the podcast, which oh. it could be high-key, but I, I mean, definitely not a requirement. No, I mean, like low-key means that it would be like kind of not cool, right? Like yeah. she'd be embarrassed. So yeah, <laughs> joke's on her, loser. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> That's what you get for being not nice to her. Oh, it's back. All right, cool. We have another angle here. Yeah, this is the computer screen. We're hanging out, bro. Punch it all in the face. After this, you're going to throw your computer against the wall. Dude, seriously. Anyways, so she sent me this clip on the G, on the IG, said, if you talked about this, I'd listen to it. So we're talking about this. We'll see if she listens. Maybe she will, maybe she won't. It'd be like a pop quiz later. Yeah, there's going to be a quiz, Sauce. <laughs> Man, this camera sucks. <laughs> this one's like Thanks. way worse, way worse than the other one. Ola, <laughs> what a poop! <clears throat> All right, so now we're gonna watch the clip. Let's go here. Let's do it. And then, um, yeah. All right, stand by. Sentence in the Bible about how you should choose a partner, and it says that you should choose someone that you could go to war with. Mm. I like it. That works. That's legit. It's a team effort, a relationship, right? Would you purposefully choose a particularly vulnerable teammate because you're always going to be the person that's out in front? Probably not. There's only one. Yeah, right. That's awesome. I mean, that is. That's incredible as far as like the idea of how to choose a partner. And what you should be looking for in the qualities and attributes that um, are your spouse, right? Like it, like you just said, you know, you wouldn't, you know, choose about a buddy or whatever that is always shrunk back or always, you know, when you need them to, you know, be right behind you, they're like the ones, you know, cowering behind the door or you know, behind the wall and they're not actively engaged in the, um, the the battle that's going on right in front of you right and a lot of times um in a husband and wife situation it there's i mean life is a battle sometimes right like you're gonna have seasons where it's great things are easy things are working but then there's times where one of them is struggling 
And then, you know, if my wife, my beautiful wife is struggling, then it's my job to come alongside bear, to bear one another's burdens, right? Is to fulfill the law of Christ, like be Christ to her and, and, and uphold when she's struggling and the vice versa too. So like if I chose someone that um, couldn't hold my burden, how would we be a partnership or a team, right? It would just be mm -hmm. one person carrying the, the relationship all the time, Um where I jokingly say it all the time that, you know, my beautiful wife balances my nuts uh, because I'm crazy a lot of times. Um, <laughs> exactly. 100%. But my, my craziness, guys, get your minds out of the gutter, okay? Um, but, like, she really is my, my place, my safe place where I can – um, I can be vulnerable with her in the regard of, Hey, I'm struggling here. Uh, this is what's going on or I'm off here. Be praying for me here. Like randomly just, uh, throughout the day I can text her and, and she's, and we've cultivated that she's created a, a place where I feel safe. Um, just like I've cultivated that with her, but where does all the, a marriage relationship, um, most times start from is out of prior uh, relationship, like friends, right? I mean, this was my best friend forever. And now she's now my best friend and I married to her. Well, she, she thought I was going to take that. She, she 100% saw my best friend, but she thought I was going to take that a left turn too, but um, oh. it was possible. But um, like, and it's just grown. Like the, the relationship in relationship grows and matures and evolves <clears throat> as any healthy relationship should. But um, I feel like a marriage relationship should first start out from a relationship um, that is uplifting, encouraging, uh, that is bringing the best version out in you. And that's pretty much what, how, I mean, she's over here thinking already, but um, that's how it started with us. Like she challenged the parts of me that were waiting and slacking in order for the best version of myself to come out um, because she did really have the best interest of my soul, heart, mind, body, and spirit in her forefront of her mind and everything. So go ahead and speak your wisdom words. No, I'm just listening. No, you had some, you had some thinking faces happening. No, I'm just listening because I do agree with that. Um, I think that when we're talking about picking a mate, I think in general, people get hung up. I know as a female, we're taught at a really young age and we're sold this, this a problem. <laughs> we're sold these fairy tales of, you know, Prince Charming is going to come along and everything's going to be, you know, rainbows and unicorns mm -hmm. and all the things. Um, why is that the phrase that always comes up though? Like, why is it always rainbows, rainbows and unicorns? And unicorns, because they're like they're happy, they're happy and nice and, and wonderful. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, if I saw a real life unicorn, I'd probably shoot it, but That's so I could, nice. just so we could study it scientifically. Wow. Side note. Okay, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> because and also because probably because it's rare in that too. I mean. There's things that we're sold, especially as um, females. We grow up with these narratives of everything's going to be this, this fairy tale, everything. And um, reality is that marriage is not always a fairy tale. Yeah. She's it's mainly not. <laughs> mainly not. It's mainly yes. not. Yeah. But, you know, even from two people that did not pick well the first round, not, I mean, I think that there was different scenarios as to, I know I can speak for myself in that, where um, I thought I was moving in the direction that God was speaking, but not being even 
old enough to be able to and confident enough in knowing who I was in Christ first um, mm. to even make that decision. Yeah. And I think. And how old were you when you got married the first time? Um, I was 23, 23, okay. 23. Um, but we had been together for, I was with my first husband. Um, we were together for four years before he asked me to marry him two mm -hmm. years engaged. So a total of six years before we even got married and then we got married. But all of that was a lot of time that you would invest as a young adult to becoming who you are mm -hmm. and discovering who you are. But who I was was so tied into who I thought I should be for this person mm -hmm. or who I thought I should be in the realm of people that I was um, around mm -hmm. at that time. But all of that was because I was young. So I think and we were talking about picking a mate. I think the first things first is understanding that um, you need to understand who you are in mm -hmm. Christ before you can even allow yourself to become one with another person. Yeah. That's, because that's good. I think for me, that was my biggest downfall. My first in my first marriage was not knowing who I was confidently in Christ and not knowing my identity in him and finding my identity in my ex-husband versus finding my identity in Christ. Mm, that's good. Yeah. That statement <clears throat> that we say often, you know, your heart should be so hidden in Jesus that the a other person heart should be so hidden. In I think Jesus. it goes for a man as well, but your mm -hmm. heart should be so hidden in Christ that the other person needs to go to Christ to find it. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously men are supposed to be the one that, um, pursue and, and, and do all those things. So obviously a woman's heart, but a dude needs to know his worth too before. I mean, cause I can speak to the same thing is, um, I knew some of what my identity was in Christ, but I was still wearing all the um, the traumas and the mm -hmm. hurt and the um, expectation that I felt were imposed or self-imposed um, when choosing my first marriage, right? Like I used logic versus listening to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Like I could logically assume maybe possibly like this is a good idea. There's some beneficial attributes and then i just blindsided to the bouquet of red flags on the other side because i didn't even know because i guess it comes down to me not even knowing what i was worth mm. like i did somehow didn't deserve someone better than right like um so you have to explore who you are and who christ says you are in order to be the person that can come to the table as, as part of the equally yoked as part of the three chord strand that Ecclesiastes talks about, right? Like you have to first understand who you are and whose you are yeah. and what Christ says about you in order to become, to come as the healthiest version of yourself, um, to enter into the covenant marriage that a covenant union, which is marriage, right? Um, for me, I felt like, I didn't deserve anything else, but Ecclesiastes, you know, it talks about in Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes four, 
It says two people are better than one for they may help each other to succeed. If one person falls, another can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But now, but how can one person, uh, how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two stand together back to back can conquer three or even. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Okay. So physically two people standing back to back there, you have 360 degrees field of view, right? If I'm standing here looking out, if I'm lucky, I have just shy of 180 degrees, right? I can see in all directions that's happening directly in front of me. Now, if we're standing back to back, we can be the person spotting the other person's blind spot okay now that's talking physically with two people now you add the presence of the living god in that it becomes indestructible three braided cords not easily broken so the whole thing like you know you've got the man here and the woman here and their pursuit to jesus end of their individual pursuit to, to christ should draw them closer together as time goes on that's 100 biblical mm-hmm. <clears throat> The pursuit of Jesus can't be something even that the other person is driving. Okay. Like I can't, obviously I set the spiritual tone for the home in my, that the spiritual tone for my home, but I can't be the driving force to her personal relationship with Jesus. Her personal relationship is just that personal. She needs to fall in love daily with Jesus. Just like I need to continue to follow, fall in love and follow Christ the best I know how every single day individually, which then we both can be on this trajectory to become closer than we ever have before. The Bible talks about the closest thing to heaven on earth. Um, why do you think the nuclear families under such attack mm. in the world is it wants to separate the most powerful and impactful relationship, which is a husband and wife and children, right? But in order to even approach the table as part of the three band, the three, the triple braided cord, you have to first be healthy mm. in yourself to be able to be the best version of yourself for your partner. Well, I'm like checking your motives in that. Oh, yeah, that's good. Like, I think that what are your motives when you're picking a spouse in that? I right. think that there are seasons in our lives where we are 100% ready, but there's also seasons where I feel like even um, when I was in my earlier 20s where it was like, oh, this is like the next thing you're supposed to do, yeah. right? Like I dated you for four years. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would make sense for us to get married. That was literally my training. Oh, we were together well. for six years. Well, I guess it's like, I mean, I we've been planning the darn wedding for two years. I mean, I think it would probably be a bad thing for us to kind of like not. Um, so I think for, it's also understanding the motives of your heart in that, like back then my motives were not clear in that it was just like, it, it was almost like, oh, this is like what's supposed to happen or the next cultural or social expectation. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry. No, I, that was really it. Just the motives of our Mm -hmm. hearts need to be checked when you're picking a mate in that. I think that that's um, always an important factor, but I also think it's really important to note that that, um, specific video there isn't a verse specifically word for word that says that. At least in the translations oh, that we uh, that we could find directly. No, there isn't. It, it there is. It's like a proverb, I guess, like a a saying, a mm-hmm. um, a phrase that arrives from um, various verses. Yes. Um, and 
And a lot of those verses really are talking about um, relationship, yep. um, not just like specific like marriage relationship, but what is like the closest relationship that you're supposed to have? And like what better way than to um, look at – so so many times we try to find these verses in the Bible where it's like where does this verse say, you know, to go to war with someone or how to pick a spouse? You know, how to pick a spouse is picking someone that, you know, in Proverbs 27, 17 is iron sharpens iron. You know, I think that is um, one important – that is one important verse as well. Um, as we're talking, hello, Mike. He came back. back. I just shut off. <laughs> we kept Jeez. it going, baby. And we're still going. Okay. Holy smokes, yeah. dude. So I just jumped on my phone. This is on my phone. Nice. Perfect. So okay. yeah, we were just talking about how various verses like that specific clip that we showed is not anything that's like word for word from the Bible. It's an idea that has come and and arrived from various, um, various um, verses in the Bible. Yeah. It's kind of like compounded from a bunch of different things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like the different themes that come from different verses. And we're talking about Mm -hmm. like relationships and whatnot and what better way to pull, um, stuff out of the Bible when we're talking about relationships. I, there's nothing that says like, this is how you pick a mate. There's no like yeah. right ingredient of a way to make it happen. But there, the Lord also gives us a lot of wisdom as to who we keep our company. Yeah. I mean, Proverbs 27, 17 is what you're saying is mm-hmm. like, you know, iron sharpens iron as a friend sharpens <clears throat> a friend. Right. Um, that whole refining process that it's talking about specifically in relationship should also very much so happen in a marriage relationship as well. So looking for someone who continues to be a person that um, challenges and spurs you to be better than the day before, right? Like not as like, you know, as uh, the motive of that being like, the incentivization is, you know, fill in the blank, but really like the, their heart is to see you be for yourself, the best version of yourself. And that like, um, desire to, to push the, you know, to push forward on, on, you know, on the, the, the graph, to keep moving forward, to keep pursuing, to keep driving forward and refining yourself is who you should be looking for in a mate as well. Um, because once marriage happens, the closest, uh, thing that you can that I personally use is my interaction with my wife is the greatest teller of where I am at spiritually. Mm-hmm. Am I speaking with kindness? Am I speaking with grace? Am I speaking with mercy? Am I speaking with um, fill in the blank? Um, yeah, that that are good things. Or am I speaking harsh? Am I speaking, um, you know, in ways that are not honoring? Um, that is the quickest way to determine for me where I'm at spiritually. So, you know, we talked about the whole two growing closer. If one of us is off, the there's a tension in the home um, where it's like her responses to me are sharp. My responses to her are sharp. How I, you know, talk to the kids are different Yeah. versus when we're both individually pursuing in our own way, shape, and time. Um, our own relationship with Jesus, then everything else kind of gels together. Um, even down to like, um, you know, I just feel a different vibration and I'm like, babe, are you okay? Like, what are you struggling with? 
Like if I wasn't in tune with the Holy Spirit and in tune with her, there would be no way for me to know where she's at, you know, or the same goes for, for me. Like she feels the slightest vibration in the Holy Spirit. I joke all the time and say that she's God's favorite, but um, she also believes it. So pray for us. <clears throat> but um, that's just how that is supposed to happen. The refining, right? The sharpening of an ax or sharpening of a, of, um, of a knife can, if you, in, you know, imagine the knife had feelings and emotions, like it would be, um, it would be a very uncomfortable process, the refining and the honing of the edge, right? It's taking off metal, it's shaving off what doesn't need to be there in order to, um, to sharpen a blade. And that's how what marriage is, right? It's sometimes it's uncomfortable in conversation. And I'm going to say this one little thing, if you were not having temporary uncomfortable conversations, mm -hmm. then you were prolonging the um, slow death of your relationship and you're settling for something that was never uh, that was never intended to be in that way. So, yes, conversations can be uncomfortable at times. Like when she's calling me up, um, I have to check my pride myself. I have to check my own uh, all my shenanigans um, because. At first, it can feel like a dig, but really, I have to understand that she's in this with me. She's my partner. It's not us against each other. It's together us against the world, right? Um, and I know that she's proven time and time and time and time and time and time again that she does have my best interest just as yeah. I have hers. So if I'm calling something out and up in her, it's not because I'm just there to... Um, you know, to nitpick and be a jerk about it. But really I'm like, babe, like this is something that I'm seeing in you because my job is to be back to back with you. I'm seeing your view, your world. I'm seeing your world from a different point of view. And I'm calling the things out that I'm seeing that are not lining up with the word that yeah. are not lining up with how things are supposed to be just like she does with me. She's seeing my backside and my blind spots. And she's oftentimes like a hundred percent been like, Hey, that, uh, that person, there's, something different about him. You need to be careful. You know, that relationship is, it makes me unsettled. You need to be careful. Lo and behold, something crazy happens. I'm like, Hey babe, guess what? You're right. Or on the other side of that, I'm like, Hey babe, you got to watch it. This, this particular person's interaction with you makes me slightly uncomfortable. There's something you need to be on, uh, to be aware of. Um, and lo and behold, something weird comes about, but respecting that in the other person. So that per the person that you're selecting to be your mate, you need to trust their intuition and reliance on the Holy spirit. So you need to know that that person is hearing through audible voice through this, the, the still small voice of the Holy spirit, but that that person is hearing the presence and, and the voice of Jesus. Yeah, dude. Go ahead. Add. Add up, buttercup. Dude, I love that you're just over here. Tech difficulties everywhere. Flash on, flash off. Camera here, camera there. Sign <laughs> <off>. <laughs> the, ca I, the camera keeps switching off, and it's like going to this one and then that one. I'm like, dude, I just want to punch everything in the face. <clears throat> so if you have like a situation, oh, if you know like uh, there's a – if you know someone who has who's in a marriage – Right. And they are, let's say, like heavily burdened. I, I don't know if that's like a, I mean, looking from the outside, that's the way it seems. Right. If I'm in a, mm -hmm. if I can see a, a relationship and from the outside, it looks like it's heavy, like one side is heavily burdened by the other for whatever reason, whether it's behavior, whether it's inability to adapt to certain situations, um, life in general, whatever it is, 
from your perspective, I know what I know what mine would be, but like from your perspective, how would that be a conversation to have with one of them in that in, in that marriage? You know, like what do you think? I mean, Does that make sense? Clarity for you to have with that, like for you to have a conversation with that with one of them in the marriage. Like, what? What would you? What would I say? To that? For one, yeah. Like, well, for one, would you say like, hey, would you say anything? First of all, depending on how close. Obviously, it depends on how close you are. If right. You have the it depends ability, on the relationship. The right, right. Yeah. If you have the right to say something, um, or maybe like have a conversation with someone who is close just based on your observations kind of a thing. Like me and Nate have had this conversation about someone that we're not going to say their name, but we've had right. the conversation several times and um, right. because it's a, it's a concern. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, if we see something like that, and this isn't specifically about them, this is about another married couple that I have seen, yeah. you know, interact with them very often, but I've seen, and it's, you know, it's just like, very it seems unhealthy from outside looking in it may not be but mm-hmm. based on the interactions that i've had and based on the interactions that i know people who are closer to them have had with them it's it, it it's it's unhealthy based on nothing like no well i don't know for sure if it's like right. infidelity i don't think that that's a thing but it's more like just a heavy burden from one to the other because something obviously something's happened um on some level and yeah um, i think it's definitely as a person yeah as a person looking into that um i think one of the biggest things is we number one anytime i've ever talked to anyone even close to me i never want to step out of a relationship that's like that i don't really have voice into Mm because people aren't going to hear it yeah you have to have the right You have to have the right, you have to have that relationship. And if that's there, then um, I think you can have a a conversation with that person and more so like asking them if they're okay, asking them what's going on, like, and be specific. Like I've recognized X, Y, and Z in Mm -hmm. this. And as your friends, and I don't know if they're believers, but as believers, like Mm -hmm. it's always, we always want to continue to foster, um, marriage because that's the way that God has intended that of staying Mm -hmm. together. However, that looks, um, now, you know, we just had close friends of ours, um, that are going through a really gnarly divorce now, but during their process of even trying to find some healing balance and stuff, our conversations always were, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you guys are going to counseling, doing the things you're supposed to be doing. And, um, and it was always for marriage. And I think, Anyone I even surround myself with as far as friendships and stuff, I want them to be for my marriage because we are going to go through seasons. We've been through seasons mm-hmm. where um, it, I would, you know, I, I was wronged in that and I wanted to like choke him out literally because um, he was just being an idiot. But um, because so of someone do. coming in and seeing, hey, like what's going on? I see something going on. There's friction mm-hmm. there. What's happening? Um, and starting those conversations, but it wasn't just like a powwow, like, oh, he sucks. Like, yeah, he, he, you, he deserves X, yeah. Y, and Z. Like you shouldn't talk to him. And it was always promoting a way to bring unity back into the relationship, always bringing it back to Christ, always, you know, 
um, you know, seeking counseling in that. And I think that that is the best thing that we can do as on as people that are looking into different relationships. Like if you have that space in your friend's life to be able to speak that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I wouldn't say they're it. friends. And if you don't. So that's not. No, right. I don't. Not I, don't I mean, not I would. Friends, just but because I. In relationship. I mean, I don't. Just because I don't really. How would I say this without kind of coming off as super crass? Um because I feel like honesty is the best policy, mm-hmm. even if I don't have the right to say it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so it may come off as like a, uh, mm. I don't know how to really, you know, like a. And I would just pray for them. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say is <laughs> um, the Holy Spirit has given you a way to see behind the veil yeah. um, and a lot of times that happens for the specific reason for you to specifically be praying for um, them in a manner in which would suit the situation in which you saw um, a lot of times we like to go out of our way and step out of line and you know jump the gun because maybe the holy spirit will open up an opportunity for you you to even have a conversation, to have a conversation mm-hmm. at that level with them. Um, mm-hmm. But until then, the Holy Spirit is giving you and your heart and taxed your heart with a burden to pray for them directly. Because um, we also we oftentimes like, well, prayer is just the least we can do. Like, no, bro, prayers like the most important thing you can yeah. do. Like There's prayer change. Things. Yes. Pray, you know, praying changes things. And, you know, you've been given the opportunity to see, like, you know, God's given you the the chance to see behind the veil for their marriage. Um, so now you can be praying for strength, wisdom, discernment, guidance for them directly um, by name. You know, hopefully you know their name, if not person A and yeah, B yeah, that yeah. I saw. Um, but um, I'm not like super judgment. I mean, I can't I, I can be, but I try not to be. We all can be at some yeah, point. But you know what I mean? It's a lot of times we want to kind of like be the actionable hero in that. Like, I know I'm guilty of that. Like, Hey, I saw this and you know, what the heck's going on without ever having a voice. And what that does is push that person away. um, Limits my ability to speak into it when really the Holy spirit was just trying to say, Hey, you see this now pray for this Mm -hmm. directly, Mm. you know? So in that regard, until the Holy Spirit releases you to um, have a conversation, your responsibility is to cover that in prayer. Yeah. Because a lot, I mean, even we were just out, um, we were just out to a date and um, my my wife be looking hella fine. Okay. Um, but we're sitting at this restaurant and this like dude is like obviously like. Yeah. Taking hard notice mm-hmm. at my wife. And I'm just like, bro, I'm looking at you. Like, w- we've made eye contact. Like, I'm looking at you. Whatever. But then, homeboy, like, kind of positioned himself by, like, in the waiting area to, like, take full advantage of um, God's handiwork, a.k.a. my wife. Um, and all of a sudden, his wife comes around, like, a corner, like, like mad dog like look what are you looking at let me see what you're seeing and it was like immediately homeboy got in some trouble like 
trouble. And I'm like watching this and I'm like, what is happening? But then immediately was the Holy Spirit revealed there was an infidelity issue that's happened in that relationship. Mm. And I immediately began to pray for them. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm. Lord, if this is a husband and wife, like mend this or, you know, you spur healing. Um, So in that regard, you know, like if we've been given the ability to see, we, we, we like have like the Holy spirit has allowed us to see it's our responsibility to cover that in prayer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do oh, different angles, boy. Oh, no angles, boys. <laughs> no angles, boy. That was the shortest one. I just was gonna see if it would stay on. It's, I don't know what's going on. Anyways, so let me ask you this, dude. So does so as a as a man, right? Mm-hmm. Does did how did that make you feel like you guys are over here, but the camera's making it look this way, but you're right there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you're up on the other monitor, so you're there. You're Got there. you. Okay. Anyways, so so as a man, first of all, because I I know how I feel, and I think you may be on the same uh-huh. length, but how did that make you feel? And the man's going to turn red already. But how did that make you feel that some dude was checking out your wife? See, for me, it's like I know she's hot. Like I know she's okay. gorgeous. Like one hundred percent that and like okay you take a couple glances okay cool like because the second look is on you she's a smoke yeah 100 yeah, <laughs> so you look the first time i'm like dang that's god dude he's rad second one i'm like okay homeboy you're guilty but then there's a line where um if there's disrespect happening then that's when um, for you or for his hit interaction towards my wife okay. so like if he is blatantly disrespectful to me, but to direct it at her, right? Like, you know, being aggressive, whatever the fill in the blank, that's yeah. when um, you've got an issue with me and I'll gladly put you on your backside and you're going to go see a dentist because the paramedic will need to come put you in the back of a car. Um, <laughs> gladly. Um, like I said, I'm saved. I might not be that saved in certain regards, but the, reg- the, I, I saw a real one time that really kind of, kind of spurred me was, um, like if you're with an attractive person, it's that person's job to field through their BS, unless there's a line of disrespect that's happened. Like, at, you know, you know, obviously, um, if she was over here, like baiting, like eyes with homeboy, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's a relationship issue that we need that needs yes. to be addressed. Um, but she's hot. Like she's going to have to feel like it. Men are typically very, um, if there's something that's gorgeous, they're going to approach it or shoot or shot. Like that's just inevitable. Like that's, that's just human nature. Right. So like, if you have a beautiful spouse, like there's a responsibility for them to be completely committed 100% to you and to feel their own stuff. Um, and the same goes for a man towards a woman, like your responsibility to field your crap, like shut down the stuff because that's your job to insulate your marriage and your relationship. Okay. Okay. Yep. Now, if you're baiting for inf- for attention, that's a that's an issue that you need to have a seriously uncomfortable conversation with to right. uh, kick that to the curb. 
um, because the marriage should be worth fighting for. Now, if that person is unwilling and continues to do it, are they really at, have the best interest and heart for the relationship? What the hell are you doing in the relationship? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Yes. Like, there's a line where, you know, the whatever the Churchill saying, like, have a plan to kill everyone you meet, but treat everyone with respect. I mean, honestly, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Hey. What is uh what does Jesus say about uh having a uh, knife or sword? Sword. You better be ready and proficient to if use you, it, bro. But if you don't have one, yeah. What sell exactly. your cloak and buy one? Exactly. I'm gonna sell all right. my clothes so I can buy more guns. Oh my that's what I just <laughs> that's what you just got. I'm aware of that. I wasn't <laughs> implying that. I mean I was implying that, I wasn't saying it. I was implying it. Yes, I get you. <laughs> I get you. But yeah, in the so, same way. So, how do you feel in that regard? Where you know, obviously, someone's checking out your wife. What's like your whole stance on what we we're just talking? About? So, <clears throat> for me, it might be a little different. Um, I um, like I'm in the same boat as you to an extent. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't say anything unless it bothered her. Um, because I, I personally wouldn't care. The downside to it is that there is a disrespect on that side for the for whoever they're with, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, if a dude is like in your situation, if his whoever his female is that he's with, whatever she is to him, whether it's his wife, girlfriend, or whatever, it's disrespectful to her. Um, if it's a consistent like thing, you know, and we're talking about a course of I would probably say minutes, right? Yeah, you're like, mm -hmm. you keep it, you, oh, you know, you see someone, oh, hey, hey, what's up? You know, kind of a thing. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, well, that dude clearly was just like checking you out. That's okay, obviously, whatever. That's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so like in, in those instances, right, where – Unless it's making like for Aaron, if, if it makes her feel uncomfortable, then then that's an issue for me because then at yeah. that point, you're you're being disrespectful to her. Like she's very like, I don't know what the word would be. She's like kind of she's super introverted, so like any attention is like, ooh, you know. Yeah. And um, for me, like, I get looks all the time. Like not good bad or indifferent it's like i don't know what it is like i'll have dudes say you know nice oh nice beard dude your beard's on point or like they'll see a tattoo and they'll be like hey dude sweet tattoo or whatever or i just get mean mugged for whatever reason and if you're with me in the car you'll see i get mean mugged 48 times a day like for no reason and andrew will call it out too and he'll be like oh look there's another person that mean mugged you oh look there's another one look that they're mean mugging you again and i'm like i don't understand how this even happens because you can barely see on my windshield <laughs> at any rate <clears throat> there's a lot of uh and i'm not like the smallest person right and like aaron's yeah. tiny so it's like it, the it, that's a weird thing and i know that that kind of gets attention too because they're like how does that happen you know it's like you know and you know whatever whatever it is like there's always like a weird thing and um as long as it's not like super disrespectful as long as yeah. she's not uncomfortable i'm not worried about it i'm with you man like i i feel more like i, I they asked like i think i told you this um our one of the the other team leader dude for our safety team was all like hey dude do you carry any uh like less than lethal stuff and i was like no 
like mace or whatever. And I'm like, I feel more than comfortable in my ability to handle someone where if they don't have a weapon, I, I don't need it. Like, and he's, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not trying to be like prideful or anything like that. I'm just like, that's, I just have confidence in my ability to handle someone who has no training, even if they have training, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, so yeah, I'm on that same page with you. If, if it gets to the point where it's making her feel uncomfortable, then I'll yeah. definitely say something and she'll tell me, you know, she'll be like, yeah. Hey, that dude just keeps looking at me and he's like making weird faces. And hopefully the guy's not drunk because then, you know, there's going to be something. some sort of confrontation. Um, yeah. so that would be unfortunate because I would be, you know, probably like, they'd probably like come at me or whatever, but, um, so in that instance, it would be not that big of a deal, kind of, uh, unless it unless it comes up like she's uncomfortable or whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah, meh, meh. She's the crazy okay. one. I am the crazy one. I'll just stab you. It's fine. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. I'll try to remember to bring you some. <laughs> so, um, what, like, how did you know Aaron was your your mate? Oh, your person. Your okay, person. so, so, um, we met in high school. Um, yes, I think we've talked about this before, but um, we were together in high school for, geez, I don't even remember for months or maybe a year or it's probably closer to months and then we broke up because i was like well i'm gonna go to the army and i'm gonna go to germany and then i like got with some other chick and that chick was kind of annoying and i was always comparing her to aaron like and she was super jealous of aaron like big time and Mm -hmm. um so (laughs) one time i was home on leave and I went to a concert with Aaron while I was dating the other chick. And she didn't like that, obviously. <laughs> obviously, that was I mean, not a good, that wasn't I mean, a good thing. Small date. issue. Small problem. Nothing happened. Nothing happened with me and Aaron, but um, it, you know, it, it doesn't matter anyway. I don't it doesn't who cares. <laughs> so it we got that whole we got over the whole thing. And then when I got back to Germany, uh, after leave, my girlfriend at the time was like just kind of like she was finding reasons to try to like break up with me, I think. And she was like, Oh, I just can't trust you. And I'm like, well, I literally have done nothing for you to not trust me. Um, I, you know, whatever. And it was kind of like, now that I look back at it, it was like, it it was just meant for that to stop. It was meant for that to end. And then um, me and Aaron, like kind of communicated for a bit after that. And then we were like, we just might as well just get back together because Everyone that I was with or was trying to date, I was always comparing to Aaron. Yeah, at that, that point. Was um, so, and then when I so then when I moved back to the states, um, she like came back to she came to North Carolina every once in a while, and then I was like, we might as well just get married because then I get money, and then <laughs> and then she gets like health benefits and <laughs> pay, they, pay for, they get paid for school a little bit, and so. Um, it wasn't like, I mean, that was kind of the main reason, but it wasn't like we just 
met each other and were like, hey, we should do this. For, like, cause that happens a lot. Like a lot of people in the yeah. military, they'll just get married for the benefits. But it was like, it was probably going to happen anyways. So we were just like, we'll just do it. Um, and now that I look back on it, we probably should have did it for other reasons at the same time anyways, because we were living in sin, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but, um, so now we, this year will be 17 years. Wow. I've been married. And, That's uh, awesome. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't the best for a bit. And, um, so I'm kind of glad that I fixed it because it was just like, I was just a douche, you know, not like yeah. a huge one, but like it was, I was, I was, um, because it was like, cause when I was in the army, I never had like, I was with dudes the whole time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, I got, we went out and like, um, we went to this club or whatever. And this one chick that we worked with was like dancing with me. And I'm like, Oh, I was like, and then I told her, I'm like, Hey dude, she like got weird and was like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. <clears throat> She's like, uh, it's dancing. It's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, all right, but I just wanted you to know. Um, so that's kind of where that was. Um, and then when I got out and there was like, it was like, just like I was getting hit on a lot at yeah. when I started in the civilian world. And it was, it was, it was very weird. And um, like, I, yeah, it was hard to, it was hard to, to kind of deal with it. And um, I didn't know like really how to deal with it because it was, ne- yeah. it never happened before. So, mm-hmm. um, which I should have dealt with it differently. Um, but I did it and you know, it is what it is and I can't change it. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. But now, um, yeah, so it was a kind of a stupid um, kind of transition period that I was like, it was, I mean, it was, mm-hmm. it's hard to explain, but it was like yeah. no attention to a lot of attention from a lot of places. And I was like, this is very weird. And so, because when I joined the army, I was, you know, like, what, 185 and I haven't been under 200 pounds since 2005. So I think that may be it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's another story. That's Actually, another it's not story. a story because we're not going to talk about it because it's, <laughs> it's the past. So, um, <laughs> so I was like, I was, I was reading the Ecclesiastes four. where's the one part on there. Um, so this uh, verse 12, a person, a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Um, so it's kind of funny ish that this is in a Bible verse and it's not funny. Obviously it, it happens this way for a reason. Um, you know, I like listen to audiobooks and stuff and they're all pretty much post-apocalyptic books or whatever. This one's by Tom Abrams. Um, he's a secular author, which is fine. Um, his books don't have a whole lot of cussing in them, which is fine either way. It's a book, um, in my opinion. And um, the story is this guy is in his neighborhood. There's a, a attack, EMP attack, and he's in Houston, I believe. And he has a decent amount of stuff. And these people come in and they squat in a house in the neighborhood. 
and they coerce the squatters coerce some of the neighbors because they know that this guy has stuff like he's got you know probably a year's worth of food for his family mm-hmm. um whatever it is and there's a hur- there's a hurricane and the tree comes in knocks the window down he has his son in the bedroom it's in like comes in through the window and it's in his master bedroom downstairs and his son is like hey let me help and he's like 16 or whatever and he's like helping him saw the tree up and um the squatters and some of the neighbors snatch the kid they leave a note saying hey like give me your supplies you know give us some supplies and you'll get the kid back no problem so in the book the dude's not a he's like a contractor or something so he's not like super tactical or whatever but his homie is a former marine and um he's and he's one of his dudes uh, on his crew Mm-hmm. it's like his foreman one of his foremen or something i don't know construction this is where john would come into play because yeah. he would know all that <laughs> stuff um so anyway so he's like i gotta go get this kid <clears throat> wife stay here with all the other kids because when they need protection so in yeah. my head with us in my situation i always apply everything that i read to like my situation yeah and so for me i'm thinking okay it's just us Andrew's gone. He's at someone's house here. We need to get him back. And I'm thinking like, how much is she going to be able to help me in that specific situation? Um, Mm -hmm. And so like, I was kind of thinking about that and I was like dreaming about it. And, um, and then this, this Bible verse come up and I'm like, no surprise there. (laughs) Nope. Just because like, you know, I always think about that's like stuff that I think about on a consistent basis where like, hey, man, if something happens, I'm going to need I mean, right now, there's there's no one like in my neighborhood that I would probably be able to take with me. Maybe Nick, because he's like the most tactical, maybe Sean, my very raunchy neighbor across the street who was in the Air Force. Um, <laughs> but uh, he was in the Air Force. So tactical. <laughs> This tactical prowess isn't is isn't at the level where I would like it to be, but it is whatever. So yeah, so that's something that I think about because that's why like I hate that's why I take Andrew to the shooting to shoot so much is because yep. like he he knows like he has like I would feel comfortable with him if I had to go do that situation. Yeah, obviously if he's got snatched up, it, he wouldn't be any good. But um, it kind of came to my head, and then I saw this, and I'm like, dude, what? Like that's a weird thingy yep. that just pops up like that. That's awesome. Happens all the time. So I mean, it's not weird, I guess. But so yeah, and um, I'm not sure why I went on that tangent, but it, it, it just, <laughs> it's the spark of the thought of the verse. Well, because it fine. comes up, yeah, the verse kind of is like there, and I'm like, dude, okay, well, it is what it is, and but I, I um, I definitely think that uh we we complement each other significantly on a, on a regular basis you know mm-hmm. um like i don't mind like i do a lot I, like i said you know i do most of the cooking and stuff like that but she cooks too um and it's not like it's not an issue for me like i don't i don't care that much about it like some dudes are like oh you do most of the cooking okay okay patty and i'm like yeah okay we could talk patty like, in the backyard. Ye- yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. so like, and that's, and that's a, it's a common, it's a common conversation that I have. Um, 
with a lot of people and it's kind of weird and um you know they're like oh yeah you know um what does your wife do and you know we have the conversation and they're like oh so like does she do most of the cooking and i'm like no i do most of the cooking but they're like oh i'm like yeah it's not uncommon you know and um you know, and, and I always do most of the cleaning because she just doesn't like to do it. And so that's why I hired housekeepers because I'm like, I'm tired of doing it. And I just hired housekeepers because I'm I'm over it. You know, I definitely don't like cleaning toilets. So I did enough of that junk in the army. <laughs> you know, so but, but dude, we I mean we we conversate. Conversate. That's not that's not a word. Converse. 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 But we talk, like we talk now more than we have before. Um, now that I, we've got back, now that I've got back in the church and brought them with me, mm-hmm. um, it's been, it's been a lot, I don't want to say better, but it's been better. Mm-hmm. Not like, it's not like, not like I'm saying it's been better. It's <laughs> yeah, like it's been better. Yeah. Like that's awesome. Since then, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we've been yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> constantly like we talk and we don't really, we don't don't really fight that much the biggest thing is andrew like he's a jerk sometimes you know yeah and he watches this he watches this all the time (laughs) so and the only issue really there is that he like doesn't listen to her as much as he listens to me and i don't like that that that's what really kind of upsets me and we've kind of had this conversation ish to an extent ish on the other way so this is a thing what is that rocky my buddy rocky left this when they came up here it's got two magnets in it. it's supposed to hold cords or something oh okay that's fancy yeah i don't know i just it's in here i put it on my dog's ear and he didn't even care it was like he had a hearing aid <laughs> so, so i know it's so funny. random i know <laughs> But uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's the only thing is like trying to get him to kind of listen to both of us equally. Um, Yeah, obviously, he knows what I can do to adult males. So he's he understands that. And I think that on top of like all my combat experience and him just being around me a lot and seeing like all the different things that I've had experience doing and having to take a life and like seeing all the dead stuff and all that other crap. I think he kind of. Yeah. I don't know if he fears it more or something. It like builds it. Yeah. It builds like a, like a respect for that. Like you, you're not just my dad. Like you've done all of these things that like set you apart. Mm, Maybe. Yeah. So that's the biggest, that's like, and that's not even, I mean, I guess I could tell you that's too also age appropriate for him anyways, right now. (laughs) It's what? It's age appropriate oh, just because, for him right now. Yeah, just because yeah. like the relationship with you guys are gonna be is gonna be really different. You're gonna go through seasons with him where yeah. it's going to look very different. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think even I just continue to look at Jaron now and he is such a punk to me. He listens to this sometimes too, which he should not be a punk to his mom. Yeah, say. don't be Jaren, a punk to your uh, mom, dude. Dude, you, you, you're trained now. You train in a gi now, so I'm going to choke you unconscious. And I mean, honestly, that was some of the driving force anyways, when we were all training at one point, because mm-hmm. then he was like, Oh, mom can train too. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. You want to roll? Let's roll. Because. And then he'd end up crying because mom was too. Oh, you hurt me. <laughs> but. Yeah, um, no, I get that. 
but it is definitely age appropriate too at this yeah. time unfortunately it's just one of those things yeah but yeah i love that picking a mate those That's are it. good things it's good things i good like things. it anything else you want to finish yeah, so up with, Luther? don't just pick any rando no yeah. have pick some person, standards like, bro ha- well first first understand who you are in christ and who mm-hmm. you are as a person and that person is not going to be the person it's not like this um person that's going to complete you i i hate that to if some degree i hate that phrase of that person completes me i don't i think you need to be a complete person and they need to be a complete person yeah, this whole 50, the 50 team. thing it's 100 and 100 that yeah. come together to make a team yeah a unit a partnership a team so i know we're kind of coming to the close of the end time Mm-hmm. Not, I said that wrong. Maybe, maybe we are. Maybe we are. But I, that, I meant for this episode. For this um, episode. Um, but real quick, just just because um, the end of the show, this episode of the show, not end times, which we may be. I don't know. I That's mean, not something. Yeah. I'm not an escapil- eschatology. Yeah. That's what it is. Eschatology. Yeah. That is what it is. So just one one question from both of you, just because you have um, a little bit of experience in this. If you were your age, you're, how old are you guys? You're a little younger than me, I think, like 34, 5? Oh, I'm 30. <laughs> I'm 35. Are you? I'm 35, yeah. Okay, so thirty-five. You're thirty. I can't tell. I, I can't. I can't tell you how old I really am because my kids think I'm thirty. So we're just gonna go with that. Okay. So you're thirty, and he's thirty-five. Okay. So uh-huh. text it. <clears throat> so if you so for your for your um let's say let's say you guys okay uh, that's why I I did I wasn't thinking that I was thinking lower but okay. re- whatever well your behavior no offense not a, no offense. No offense. You just like you seem <laughs> that happy. That was the face of offense. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean it that way. I just meant like you seem like a little more carefree, I think would be the term. Like not like care less. Is he who I married like, to? Like you don't worry as much. Um, which generally is associated with mm-hmm. a younger mom. Anyways, irrelevant. Anyways, so this is kind of so this okay. question is mainly for both of you. Um, if you had like, if you have the ability to kind of look out or look in from outside to your, to your individual potential situation, if you had not been together, right. If you hadn't met the way that you did and your whole situation wasn't the way that it is, how would you try to help someone find someone they can marry at our age i will we'll do that and not oh, not wow. amanda's age because she's way younger but our mine and nate's age because <laughs> i feel like especially well because you have children um yeah and that's a that's a thing um yeah. and there's a lot of people who are single right you guys aren't single obviously but that's why i said that beginning part if you had the ability to look out look inside from an external perspective with children, what would your, if you had any, advice be for someone who is trying to find someone 
to maybe marry because they just they've been alone for a long time and they just <clears throat> they need they want that that companionship and they just you know that's the way we're meant to be i know that's kind of a loaded yeah, question i would i mean i would say the pursuit of of your relationship with jesus first and foremost and doing um and doing all that you can to surround yourself with like-minded like like uh you know people that are with the same passions and pursuit of jesus right um you're not gonna necessarily meet someone like-minded at the bar down the street but you potentially could at a conference like setting yourself in positions where you can be around people that are like-minded the same um belief system the same um you know standards the same idea of what righteous is all those things putting yourself in that position um so then once if you you know obviously attraction it starts communicating then i would really take a look at the person that i was talking to didn't have kids of herself how her interaction was with liam and see like you can tell a lot of from a person with how they interact with a child um, mm -hmm. on how they are aside from the given circumstance so for me i would you know obviously be pursuing jesus first and foremost um, but then putting myself in a position like being in life groups doing like the um i hate when they saying singles groups but like in a group of people that share the same faith but are also single like you're going to find a, a higher probability to find someone that you could um that would be a match on all fronts not just hey this person's attractive or this person has this but it's like across the board would you'd have to put yourself out there in those kind of situations but then look at the interaction with them to the, to your child mm -hmm. it would be the next thing that i would look at i guess what about you what's that hmm you always I do just, the dumb just, hum hmm. thing i'm just you always do the dumb hum thing um i think for me i would probably say i would kind of look at this a little bit differently because um I just feel like if it was me at this point and um, I was the person that was single in that, it would be more about looking internally a little bit first because I think that so many times we want to be like, well, um, why hasn't, you know, X, Y, Z relationships worked out? You know, is there something even in myself that I need to, um, that I need to, to heal, heal through and work on? checking my own motives as to why, because I don't necessarily think like the motive, I think we could want to have um, relationship, but also like, is it to have relationship just to have relationship or is it to have relationship to pursue God's kingdom forward anyways? Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah. And I think like, where are your motives in that? Is it just because you don't want to be alone by yourself at night by a puppy? Like, or is it, <laughs> Or is it honestly like yeah. um, you want to have like relationship because relationships are not easy. And I think so many times we get into these relationships where um, because we don't want to be alone. So I think it's like first doing some internal stock of where I'm at personally yeah. and pursuing and pursuing God in that. But also like taking a look around you because had I been patient and continued doing what I was supposed 
doing and continued on the path as to which God had me, like God had already lined up Nate and I to be mm-hmm. in the same places at yeah. that time yeah. Yeah. to be able to at eventually come together and yeah. have that picture come together from the beginning. It would look very different than it did. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can like see it like now be on the outside. So I think like being patient in that and like allowing God to give you your own discernment and um, open your eyes to that person. Cause it may be, you, you're maybe not be ready for that yet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, God, God's ways are higher than our ways. His ways are better than his ideas are better than ours. So why do I want to settle for something just because I want it when God has something so much better for me? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm not going to settle for instant pudding. I'm going to, I want, when I want creme brulee, those are two very different um, desserts. Those aren't in the same category. Exactly. But sometimes people settle for. No, they don't. The, the, the pudding. Qui- the quick. The, the quick. In the relationship, the they settle the for the, the instant gratification versus being patient okay. in the process. Oh, to, I see. To wait yeah. on God's creme brulee. Yeah. Golly. It's like, why are you going to make regular bread when you can have sourdough? Sourdough takes longer to make. It's still yeah. bread. It's still bread. Like, oh, jeez. Okay. Pudding That's and creme brulee. I mean, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Leche flan. But, like, whatever it is. Honestly, it's just getting being patient and and seeking God after that. I know it's I know it's frustrating, and I don't want to like seem like I don't understand don't understand that because I don't in that degree. Um, but I do know many people that are single that are older than me and, Mm -hmm. um, singleness is a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift that you're not ever going to have again. You know, it's, it's a time where you can't have as much time and spend as much time as you want in the word, as much time as you want in these life groups, as much time, you know, cause once you get married in that, you're never alone. Number one, (laughs) never alone, but then comes family and all of that. And then there's more distractions to being, um, that come into the picture. So mm-hmm. I think if you're pursuing God and pursuing, um, all that he has for you and then asking him for discernment in that, that's going to come in a natural, mm-hmm. in your natural circle and some of it's going to come organically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's what I would say. Be patient. What she said. I got that. Don't settle. Don't settle. <laughs> Don't settle just because it's convenient. It's convenient. Or it logically makes sense. You just need to be praying to um, hear what. Well, God's I think got I and, think not settling because you're, you know, very lonely. I think that that's yeah. a. I mean, that's a valid. That in itself is a valid point to make because I think the loneliness is what drive a lot of people to, I wouldn't even, I don't even like to say settle because that kind of sounds bad, you know, like they could be an amazing person, right? They could be great with the kids. It could be super nice. They could be very, you know, the person that you want to be with, but don't jump on it just because you're tired of being lonely, I guess would be yep. a way to kind of say it. Yeah. So, yeah. I would agree. I mean, settling is what it is technically, but like to me, that's kind of like, well. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, they can be amazing people. I just think that you're cutting, 
you're cutting God's plan short yeah. for what could be. Yeah. I mean, because really what it is, is God's best for something that we logically arrived at ourselves. You're never going to have the same fulfillment as you are going to wait, uh, waiting upon his purpose and plan, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Well, I appreciate that. Sorry. we. You're praying out today. Mike just said he was going to go ahead and pray us out. Go for it, Mike. I can do that. That's fine. <laughs> usually we like to have a, our guests do it, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, usually our guests. I'm not a guest. Yeah, you are. Oh. I, I, I've been a staple a couple different times. Yeah, but you went into retirement for a long time, so you're back to the guest. <laughs> I my butt. She's back to a guest, guys. my butt. That's okay. what sh- that should be the next episode, retirement. Retirement, my butt. <laughs> and it... Yeah, you, we said that you, at the same time, so it's going to sound awesome to anyone listening. Yeah, perfect. Let's do it. All right, cool. You gonna do it or me? She's already got her eyes closed. Are you oh, do I can do it. Oh my gosh. Okay, go. Lord, thank you so much for this time together, God. Lord, I pray for all of the relationships out there, all the marriages, God, that you would just continue to move in them, God, that you'd continue to grow them, God. I pray for a hedge of protection over their marriages, God. But I pray that um, the, they each individuals in these relationships would come to know you in such a new way, God, that they would just these marriages would be drawn closer to you, God. I pray for all of um, our single people out there, God, that you would just continue to give them wisdom and discernment and patience, God, um, to wait for your best, Lord, Lord, that you would encourage them in those moments that seem extremely lonely, God, that they would know that they're not alone, Lord, but that you have this season for them for for this, for whatever reason it is um, in their singleness, but they wouldn't see it as something that's a negative, but a gift from you during this time, Lord. Lord, you are so awesome. And I pray, Lord, that you would just continue to do um, incredible things in each person listening, God. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would um, work, continue to work and heal marriages and and heal um, individuals that, as they're pursuing relationships today or in some point, God, that you would um, give them the wisdom and, and discernment to do so. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Y'all want to do it and it was all awesome. See? Wow. Right. Wow. To do. Like, share, subscribe. And turn on notifications bell. Find us on Instagram. Sorry right, for all the technical, technical difficulties. This is kind of annoying, but we would have hey. done an hour ago. <laughs> yep. So. All right, you guys. All right, y'all. Appreciate okay. it. Bye. See you later, guys. See you next week, y'all. Bye.